Sandcastle at High Tide Episode 1 Prologue Last Normal Day In a large town somewhere in England on a typical English October day, a scene was taking place that was eerily familiar to all business owners who had survived COVID-19. Chris was ordering inventory with a frown on his face. His cosy corner shop had barely survived the COVID-19 pandemic and the lockdowns it brought, and now here he was, back in the nightmare realm of calculations. What products should he stop stocking? How could he cut costs? Could he weather the storm for another month under the delusion that the new restrictions imposed with such effortless ease would truly be lifted then? Maybe he could borrow a couple thousand pounds from Uncle Bill. That might solve the immediate problem if he managed to run a tight ship. Blast the government, he thought. They were at it again, bowing down to corporate interests, bending over backwards to... Excuse me, excuse me. A firm, elderly voice cut into his reverie. Ah, I'm sorry, Mrs. Hargreaves. How may I help you? Do you have any tin peaches in stock? I'm afraid not. In fact, we're running low on all tin goods. What with this new regulation, I expect a rush for what little we have left. You better get in quick. You're a good salesman, always seizing the chance to make a pitch, just like your father. If only. He smiled ruefully. The truth is, there really will be a rush. I doubt I'll have any tingers left come Monday. Why the long face? You should be happy. Finally, some good luck for you. Only in the short term, Mrs Hargreaves. As soon as everyone has bought a couple weeks' worth of tins and dry goods, and the new regulation takes effect, this shop will be as quiet as a grave. Oh, don't say that. I'll always come here when I can. Can't be the service. That's very kind of you to say, Mrs. Hargreaves. The rueful smile took on a little warmth. Not at all. Now, when will the next order of Tim Peaches arrive? I'm not sure there'll be a next order. I'll have to have a good look at what products it's worthwhile to stock. This pandemic has hit us hard. Anyway, enough of the doom and gloom. The smile acquired a valiant quality. I'm sure it'll work out somehow. I can call you once I know if you like. That's so kind of you. Always the gentleman. Only for such charming ladies as yourself, Mrs Hargreaves. Stop it, Chris. Her delighted smile said otherwise. She took his advice, bought some other tin products and left with a spring in her step. Chris remembered the delivery of tin goods due that afternoon and raised his hand to call after Mrs Hargreaves. But she had just stepped out into the street. How could he have forgotten? The stress of the pandemic-induced restrictions, both current and impending, must be getting to him. Oh well, he would call her on Monday once he had restocked the shelves. He watched her leave and addressed a mother with a small child, waiting her turn at the cash desk. Good morning, Sarah. 
Good morning, Chris. Sorry about the new regulation. Yes, well, a deep sigh and a scramble for a positive spin to put on things. Uh, I'm sure things will work out. That stale old lie again. Is that the best you can do? He asked himself. The sad answer was yes. That was actually the best he could do. Pathetic. Time to change the subject. How are you? I haven't seen you this week. She gave a forced, guilty smile and her eyes flickered away from his. I've been shopping online. I know it's hurting small businesses such as yourself, but we're struggling ourselves and it's so much cheaper and convenient too. And what with this new regulation allowing people to leave their homes for only an hour a day? I know, I know, he said soothingly. I understand. It is what it is. I'm sure it'll be fine. Just got to get through this month somehow. Now, how's Henry? He thumbed his nose playfully at the two-year-old, who cheerfully returned the gesture. He then reached into a jar of sweets on the counter and turned gravely to the mother. Has he been a good boy? Henry looked up at his mother, pleadingly. Please? Chris waited for her verdict. Oh, I suppose so. She ruffled his hair. Chris dispensed a sweet into the eager extended little hand, then paused for a second, as though hit by an afterthought. He delved back into the jar and came out with a lollipop. For good boys only. Henry shrieked with delight. His mother put a restraining hand on his. Now, what do you say to Chris? Thank you, Chris, Henry chanted. Sarah paid and left. Henry held her hand with one of his own and his booty with the other. He turned at the door and made a face. Chris returned the favour and earned himself another shriek of delight. He grinned to himself with unmitigated cheerfulness for the first time that day. They would be back. Henry would give his mother no peace otherwise. Try offering that kind of service, you big, faceless corporations, sucking out our lifeblood with your competitive prices and your online orders and your instant delivery. Surely there would always be a niche for small business owners with the personal touch. People would not want to give that up. They had lost enough to the lockdowns as it was. All he had to do was keep up the charm offensive, keep his loyal customers and get through the rough month ahead. Selling all his tinned and dry goods would give him a little lift that, together with Uncle Bill's money, would tide him over until the end of the month. He just had to be very careful what products he ordered. He turned back to his phone and the app for ordering inventory. He opened his banking app to have a look at how the shop's accounts stood and his magic app, as he called it. The app that did all his calculations for him. It recorded all his inventory, 
how quickly he had been able to sell each batch of products when he had previously ordered them and how much profit he had made on each. The app then listed his entire inventory according to these two criteria and made recommendations on what he should order. It was an absolute godsend. It made things so much more efficient. He reckoned he might have gone out of business by now if it were not for the app, overseeing his operation with godlike benevolence and soberly contradicting his rash impulses on what to purchase. You couldn't keep Mrs. Hargreaves and Sarah Thompson and all the rest of them, though, could you? He addressed it. No, for that you needed some good old-fashioned human interaction. He handed over the till to Emily, his assistant, at six, and walked home. This was one of the perks of being the owner. He could keep his Saturday evening free and not work on Sunday. He had insisted on that with Emily when his father had died and he had taken over the shop. He was happy to work long shifts Monday through Friday and to pay Emily extra for the golden hours of Saturday evening and Sunday, but he would not work then. He would have liked to keep the shop closed on Sunday altogether. His pastor had given a rousing sermon on the plague of consumerism impinging on the day of the Lord, and Chris had been stirred to action. He realised, however, that he just could not afford to lose the business with things the way they were. Fortunately, Emily had no such principles and needed the extra money. On the short five-minute walk to his flat, he passed three empty, cleared-out shops. The halal meat market had closed as soon as COVID-25 hit the headlines. Ismail Akhtar had absorbed the BBC headlines spent two hours reading up on the new coronavirus and the global reaction of the media and politicians to it, and closed shop at the end of the week. He had advised Chris to do the same. Close your doors now, before you lose everything and go into debt. Wait for all this to blow over and then open up again. Or sell the shop when real estate prices go up. That's what I'm doing. I barely survived the last pandemic and I'm not going through that again. Chris had been sad to see Ismail go. He got on well with the jovial Pakistani, as indeed he did with almost everyone he knew. The next defunct shop with a sad, empty storefront and dusty glass windows was the niche sporting goods shop that had closed earlier that year. Chris honestly did not understand how it had survived as long as it had given the trend ushered in by the previous pandemic towards companies selling their products online without operating actual physical shops. But the next corpse still shocked him. Harden & Sons hardware store had been a cornerstone of the town since long before Chris was born. The old sign had yet to be taken down, as though Harden, the grandson by now, had wanted to remind the town of what it was losing as long as he could. It still read, Harden and Son, Suppliers and Repairs, and beneath the name the following promise, You name it, 
we have it. And they did. They really did. You could walk in there and want a particular type of screw or something to remove the artwork of your two-year-old from the wall without having to paint the wall afresh. And one of the hardens would not rest until it had been found for you. You would not know where to start your search for the item tailor-made precisely for your needs. But Harden would. How could the internet make that redundant? But somehow it had. Harden and Sons had closed last week and had already been eviscerated. There was nothing left to remind the passers-by of its former glory, apart from the sign with its promise that had turned from reassuring to pathetic in the blink of an eye. Chris hurried past these three portents of doom for his own enterprise, choosing instead to think about the rapport he had with his customers and their loyalty. Besides, it was Saturday evening. He entered the small, nondescript, red-brick block of flats where he lived and jogged up energetically to the second floor. The floor contained two identical flats, numbered three and four, neither of them locked. Chris strode into flat three, through the hallway, and straight into the living room. Thank you for listening to my tale. Please like, subscribe, and share to stay updated on the next instalments, and so I can reach more people. If you don't want to wait, or you prefer to read, you can find Sandcastle at High Tide on Amazon. The link is in the description.